Freedom to fly? Another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rival crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the Beskari. Friday, Saren, Relora, and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives, and these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars. Before we actually get into the episode, I do I do just want to ask about each of your characters. Friday, I may know the answer to this already since he grew up on a farm, but do any of the rest of you have any actual livestock experience? Like, do your characters have herding experience and large animal experience of any kind? I actually meant to ask you about this since I have a backstory in it. Could I possibly get like a bonus point to that? Because I do not have any handling. I've actually already. I know you don't have animal handling, but Dustin, because your character explicitly grew up on a ranch where you, you know, you do farming and you also like handle large animals. uh, And you made like, you know, baling hay or moving hay bales (laughs) around a big part of how your character relaxes and clears his mind. I actually went ahead and lowered the DCs of all the upcoming checks by two for Friday. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Just because that's explicitly part of your backstory. But I want to I want everybody else to uh, make me your arguments for why you've done this before. This one, I actually have one to pose back to you as like an open. Ooh, okay. So uh, Miss Fanny it has a quartermaster as their theme knowledge. It says through intensive instruction and training, you've developed knowledge of the field of military logistics, which has translated to your career as a quartermaster. The DC, sk- uh, I thought I read it during the summary, the DC skills. Oh, recall the knowledge related to the movement, maintenance, or transport of milita- military personnel or supplies is reduced by five. I don't know what type of work they did that might have involved moving livestock or something similar i'm okay either way because that's kind of broad as far as well obviously military personnel moving the weapons around cool that one's pretty obvious but i don't know was there any battles that may have been on land that needed them you know what now that i'm saying that out loud Miss Fanny is an ace pilot. There's no way they would have been <laughs> I, on the floor that, going. <laughs> that was exactly the point that I was about to make. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you explicitly built your character to yep. be a to to be a starship pilot. Um, yep. At the at the most, like a fighter jet pilot over over a planet, but. A ground war is not Miss Fanny's thing. So I'm going to say no. And as a quartermaster, you move, 
You move like supplies and rations around, sure, but those rations have already been processed by the time <laughs> they actually get to get to you. So that makes sense. Yeah, I uh, spit out water through my nose with that comment. For I'm reason. looking through my old <laughs> professions that, and Miss Fanny's had quite. They were flipping. Um, worked at a dental office. <laughs> um, nope, nope, gardener. Nope. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. If there are any dentistry-related adventures, <laughs> I will definitely lower the DCs for you. So keep keep bringing up those professions, and I'm sure we'll find something that will lower for you. <laughs> what about Saren? Uh, Saren, uh, just... I can't think of anything that Saren might have done. You know, she's been to a lot of places, but she's... I mean... Not that all mechanics are inherently not, you know, not also <laughs> farm people, but G is not specifically. G likes tech. She likes maybe being in nature, but in nature in as much as she doesn't really have to interact with it. And as such, I can't, I cannot make any sort of justification for sure, having gone to like ranch camp as a kid and learned how to <laughs> <laughs> how to herd like royalty doesn't do bears. that kind of work. It's yeah, not the childhood well, you had. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> certainly not uh, royalty. No, but also certainly not people who are just on the run and then raised by uh, raised by gang members and oh. then a cult. So raised by the space mafia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, so the, all, all D- DCs will remain the same for Saren and Rolora. Ballad, any, anything in Ballad's long and storied past involving livestock? No, yeah, I mean, speaking of Space Mafia, like, half her <laughs> life was <laughs> doing Space Mafia things. Doesn't typically involve a lot of livestock. Um <laughs> And yeah, the other half was like making music and helping people in the community drag built, which is in the middle of a freaking city. So yeah, no livestock <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then it's uh, probably a good thing you have at least one one person familiar with handling large animals along with you. Not these large animals specifically, skunk, badger, bears, but he's he's been around like cows, so They're that so applies cute. probably. I love them. They look cows so are cool. adorable. Probably one of the reasons Miss <laughs> Fanny went with renting the cycle instead of riding <laughs> riding one of them. It's like, no, thank you. These buttons I'm comfortable with. Yeah, fair enough. Because like I, I also will say that because like the the checks, the checks you're going to be making for the different mounts that you picked are going to be different. Saren, Saren, and Miss Fanny will be making piloting checks for maneuvering their bikes around, and looks like Ballad and Friday are going to be making a survival check. Ooh. I have a plus one in that, so hey, to ride their living mounts. Now, could I argue that I'm strong arming it? <laughs> no. I went to the I went to the store and bought a speak to animals gem, so I'm going to use my diplomacy. No. <laughs> Not allowed. Darn. 
Overruled. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be bad. Yeah, this is going to be a good time. We're going to have fun. Last episode, you successfully completed your first job as the crew of the Void Jammer. Woot, woot. Good job. Dropped off medical supplies on Vesk 2. Then you kind of stuck around Vesk 2 for a while, a couple of days, looking up other jobs, researching different upgrades you might want to make to your ship. We'll talk about that later. And then you did get contacted for a job that you did decide to take on. You were contacted by the proprietors of Skittermander Ranch, <laughs> which is led Sorry, Skitterhaven Ranch, not Skittermander Ranch. It's led by a Skittermander, Carmelar Gravender, who is just <laughs> the most adorable little cowboy you ever did see. And he's got a big personality. I kind of want to invite him to be on our ship. <laughs> he's got a business, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> I was like, they got a business. <laughs> he's a very busy running a ranch, and I don't care how high your diplomacy check is. He is busy. <laughs> he's not going. <laughs> It's a diplomacy check, not a will change will check. Yes, not like t- <laughs> not a mind control check. <laughs> so he and his spouse, uh, the Patra woman, Adani Samore, have hired you on to essentially go capture wild defrixes, which are these skunk badger bear looking creatures, super fun looking, and bring them to their ranch on Vesk 3. The place you're going to get these Daphrexes is you're going to the Yidi Preserve, which is still on Vesk 2, where you already are. And you're going to specifically Karuti Canyon on Vesk 2, because that's uh, where Daphrexes in the wild tend to live. It's a nice it's a nice canyon that keeps their den safe, and they've been flourishing there for a while. So you arrive at Karuti Canyon, and you you know, you're picking up a couple of items that might help you herd the Defrexes better, uh, including, you know, mounts to chase down the Defrexes. Naturally, all of you went about it in ways that perfectly suited your personalities. Rolora, <laughs> <laughs> very concerned with keeping things on the straight and narrow after a past where she lied a lot, went out and legally rented an Intercycle. <laughs> Good job, Rolora. They try. You know, Upstanding try. citizen, <laughs> Rolora. <laughs> oh, now for God. the rest of yins. <laughs> Brigands. Saren also decided she wanted an Enercycle. Yeah, dude. But Saren doesn't have money. Nope. So Saren decided to steal one. From a poor little old lady. She found a poor little old lady who was distracted enough to not notice Saren badly sneaking into her backyard. <laughs> no. Hot wiring an intercycle and getting out of there. Good job, Saren. <laughs> She'll bring it back, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, sure. No, no. no bring it back. I have plans for that inner cycle. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, so that's what Saren did. So then finally we uh, were with Ballad and Friday. 
who are also not fine upstanding citizens. Who are learning they are very good at teamwork. But you also decided to do it in the most justice-oriented possible way. You went and you found a disreputable Defrix stable with a guy who was clearly bad news and was not treating his animals proper. And so while Friday distracted him, Ballad opened the gate and let an entire herd of underfed Defrexes loose, making sure to keep two. I'm giving him pie from my pockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have pocket pie. Pocket pie. You know, you did a bad, but not not to a nice person. So was it really bad? I mean, that's what our alignments are all yeah. about. <laughs> so, some might say it's like a chaotic good way to handle that situation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so you're perfectly in character. And so you've secured, you've secured transportation. Excellent. There are a couple other things in the book that Adani forwarded over about the care and feeding of defrixes that you might want to look into getting. Uh, for example, you would be aware on your arrival that Herding is illegal in this canyon as long as you have a license. So you have to go get a license if you want to be on the up and up. You don't have to be on the up and up because they are expensive. They do cost 150 credits a pop. Wow. Um, Oh. You can have just one of you get one and see if you can get away with just one of you being licensed, or you can all try to see if you could squeak by with nary a license in sight. Ooh. That's I mean, I was thinking about trying to do what I, I did uh, before, which is just hack the hack the system to, to get us licenses, but... I'll allow it. Okay, okay. Some Make more. me a computer's check. Saren will uh, do, some, do some light hacking. Some light hacking. That's a 27, 16 on the die. Oh, yeah, no problem. It's, it's the computer at a nature preserve. It's about as well-funded as you might expect. <laughs> they do not have top-of-the-line security. Oh, that's sad but funny. I, I think what we do what we do specifically is, like, Saren will look up on the Infosphere what exactly a license for herding Defrexes in this area looks like, and then we'll print a few of those out into actual physical paper forms. Uh, and do some do some light editing, and then and then scan them in. Because I'm assuming that when she hacked in, she saw that not only is this you know not well funded, but everything is still technically by paper that they scan in. <laughs> oh, so yeah. they have not gone paperless. Yeah, so she's still you know using. <laughs> they want to see Literally. that license in a laminated card. Thank you very much. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> So uh, has has licensed laminated cards ready to go for everybody. Excellent. Nice. Four licenses to herd Defrixes and then take them off world. Great. Perfect. Well done. There are a couple more tools that you may want to consider getting. The book tells you that the scent of blood attracts Defrixes. So you can get a single-use blood lure for 50 credits. You can get a... Defrix call also for 50 credits. There is a call. Yes. And you can all, there are also an adorable way of flushing out Defrixes is getting these little reptiles called flushing lizards. Oh. 
which emit a loud, shrill bark, and it causes Defrix's to run away. So you can rent one of those for 100 credits a day. Or I could take a five-finger discount and rent it for free and have it as a friend forever. <laughs> you just want to keep a flushing <laughs> lizard. I have, a, I have an idea, too. Uh, Fanny, you want to come over here? Uh, sir, you mind if I test out this whistle and see how it sounds? The Sharon behind the counter looks at you, blinks a little bit like, we, uh, I mean, it's not, it's not a whistle. It's a program. You download it onto your data pad and push a button and it goes. Oh, can we give it a listen? <laughs> they push a button. <laughs> we like bootleg it. We have like a recorder. <laughs> they, they push a button on their data pad and the noise and the, the noise sounds. Fanny, can you uh, reshape your vocal cords to make that sound? <laughs> oh my God. I could turn into a Defrix by studying them. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't want you to go that far, Miss Fanny. I just thought maybe you could. Maybe I thought maybe you. You mentioned I. I saw you once change your your ears to ant, your antlers. It takes time. I'm. I'm I can, but um, there's a bit of both science and art involved. Okay, never mind. Like I said, just. I mean, I can. It just. It'll take me some time. Well, it's all at fifty credits. We got the money, and I and I think this job pays pretty well. So let's go ahead and just get these two things as well yes i love that there's like supplies on i'm looking at my uh the thirst notes uh-huh and it has okay what do they have rented cycle insurance and security deposit has rope and cycle need more rope sedative defric snacks defric scent call and then ideas to hire a guide so i love that I love all this stuff is available because that was definitely oh angel i love where your head's at with like you were really thinking about how hurt about how like hurting these things might actually work. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, they they know how to fly a ship. Not a problem. They could assist Sarah with computer stuff. But the minute it was like wrangling, wrangling, wrangling. I don't know. And it's totally <laughs> you know nose deep in the in the data file that they got from um, where are they? Adani. As far as, um, we need some help. So that's so cool that these are on, because they were they were already on the shopping list for her. Mm-hmm. Nope, these are all available for purchase, recommended items. Okay, so you're just gonna you're just gonna go ahead and you're gonna buy you're gonna buy the sound file with the call? Yeah. Yeah. Any other preparations you'd like to make? Oh my, that critter is expensive. It's an expensive critter. I have enough for one day, but I don't know how many days. This is gonna take. The account is getting a little on the on the empty side. <laughs> I do have some left. It's it would the 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 job is only going to take no more than a day. You're you're already parked at the canyon. You're just driving critters toward towards you. So there's there isn't really going to be camping involved. We could probably do without. Well, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Oh. You know what? I'm gonna rent one. <laughs> no, uh, you you folks have I'll, already I'll spent so it. much on the licenses. I don't know if they told <laughs> told you <laughs> about the Royal Gate. <laughs> you you already pitched in so much. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. it uh, don't talk. No. Don't try to talk me out of it, dear. <laughs> oh, okay. Nothing I can say here. <laughs> so you're all geared up. You're down about two hundred credits. You have found creative ways to get around other expenses that you might have incurred 
because this team, this team is nothing if not creative. <laughs> also, this team doesn't have money. This team also doesn't have money. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're wealthy in BP, low in credits. You've got lots of capital and no liquid cash. Yep. So first, you have to maneuver the Void Jammer into a into a good driving spot. Uh, I'm going to say, Miss Relora, what what form were you in? Relora uh, form. Although for the Wrangling, she's changed her. Oh, I don't know. Would it be offensive for her to go purple? Uh, nah. Friday would love it. <laughs> she she wants to be a purple girl that way because it's a you know it's Friday's element. She Aww. wants to kind of show like, hey, you know what? You're the captain, but eh, this is your element. Eh, eh. So she's gonna be in Relora Lashunta. So she's got her you know her antennas out, but she's changing her pigmentation to match. Uh, Fridays to be a purple girl. Yay, purple people sticking together. Uh, Friday is in his element. You see him smiling. He has a shitting grin on that lasts for miles. And uh, he's actually, I think in the first episode, uh, I mentioned that he has a piece of wheat in his team. Uh, is it wheat? Oh, the hollow wheat. Yeah, he has a hollow wheat, but now it's actually changed to a hollow cigar. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and he has a he has on a duster that is much more dark and leathery and like it's made for like going out in the dust real dust and stuff like that and he has a he brought out his more leathery uh hat with the orange mustache and and the bright orange hair glistening on as he takes his uh hat off and runs his hand through his hair and join the fresh air and he's just ready to Let's wrangle up some raccoons. Captain, they're called Defrexes. Let's wrangle up some Defrexes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of flaps a hand at Saren, like, yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rolora takes the Void Jammer to a spot that you picked out on one of the maps that got sent over to you as sort of a likely place to drive the herd towards. It's sort of a narrow path out of the canyon that just doesn't leave them a lot of room to stray once you finally get them going in that direction you set down you all get on your mounts Friday beaming in the fresh air ballad maybe somewhat you know just getting making sure that she's got like an iron grip on those reins <laughs> just gonna muscle their way through it <laughs> absolutely Relora looking sleek polished very purple looking like she was born to ride an intercycle. <laughs> and 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 then there's Saren. Oh, <laughs> uh, Saren. Also figuring out how to actually ride this thing. How comfortable would you say she is? I think she's ridden an intercycle before, but she has no ranks in piloting. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> You know, not a lot. Usually, usually it's it's like the you know, if you ride on the back seat of a motorcycle with someone else driving, you have an understanding of basic functionality. How lean, like yeah, <laughs> but you don't know how to drive it. Yes. Yeah. So let's we'll see how well this that trans- translates into workable <laughs> skill. Uh, next level, uh, she is definitely taking a rank in rank in piloting, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. 
Now, now, Jiri, would, do you want to take like a, a, a test, a little test spin, a little circle around here? Um, I think I think I'll be good. I think I've got this. Don't don't worry about me, Relora. Okay, just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Thank you. They got their piloting glasses. They're, they have, oh, you know what's funny is I'm looking through my gear. I have the, the reckless gloves I bought like the first time they have. Uh, they got money. These thick leather gloves are often worn by aggressive vehicle pilots. <laughs> Increases the collision DC of any vehicle you are driving by two, and you gain plus two circumstance bonus to your piloting checks when taking the ram and run over actions. Oh my god. <laughs> Unbelievable. She's a little old lady from Pasadena. <laughs> from S2. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so the four of you strike out to begin your cowfolk debut. Here's how this is going to work. It's going to work a little bit like the starship combat that, well, not the starship, the starship race that we did a couple episodes ago. Mm. There are going to be a series of events, and you will all choose one person to deal with the event, and then we will see how that goes. So to kick things off, you're you're able to locate a group of Defrexes pretty pretty soon into the canyon, uh, a sizable a sizable bunch of them, and you find you surround them. You're doing pretty good so far, and you begin herding them in the direction that you parked the Void Jammer. But there are a couple of youngish ones. They're sort of sly. They're really resistant. They don't want to go anywhere with you. And they're much more energetic and flexible than their adult counterparts. A couple of them go racing off to the side down a side passage. One of you must deal with it. Right. Uh, Who's going first with the youngins? Fanny, I think you with your inner cycle with your piloting skills might be best suited for this. Why don't you give it a go? Aye, aye, Captain. Make me a piloting check. All right. Piloting check. Here we <laughs> Fanny's go. just going to do all our checks for, the, for this. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The rest of you are going to focus on just keeping the rest of the herd in line. And then Miss Fanny is the straggler catcher. Yep. <laughs> is there, are there um, aids allowed? Yeah, there are there are there are aids allowed. Uh, a lot of the stuff that you bought are a few things that will assist you during various events. This is not one of this is not one of them. Okay, okay, but specifically, like someone couldn't make a check to aid. Um, in that sense, no. The, the 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 three of you kind of have to be focused on guiding the rest of the herd. Okay. Okay. At the moment, so you've already got a task that you are pretty focused on. Okay. Let me double check to make sure that any of the items that you bought don't help you in this scenario, though. Oh, see, I'm wrong. There is there is something you can use. You do, uh, you did buy a blood lure. Blood lure. Mm-hmm. So you may have a plus two to your piloting check. Oh, okay. Okay, so I rolled a fourteen, so that's going to be a twenty-six. Um, and then, so with a plus two, so 28. 
Abby. Oh, I'm sorry. 27. I can't use my star stone compass, which is calculated when I do my piloting. So yeah, one less. Right. <laughs> they really do pop a wheelie. They're like, <laughs> they, they a couple of buttons. It's like, oh, this has like a, what's that one? It's not the catalytic converter. There's some sort of limit. I'm picturing that there's some sort of limiter on the bike. And they're like, oh, I hope this doesn't work avoid the insurance but they do like a quick they grow an extra <laughs> pair of hands really quick to bypass they're like rum rum oh that's much better and just takes off amazing <laughs> <laughs> then you've got an extra hand that's like popped the cap off the blood lore yes wafting the scent down towards the fleeing defrixes here little doggies doesn't this smell delicious mm-mm-mm uh, they come to a stop. Their noses are in the air. They're sniffing. They're interested. You expertly, you do, I think you, there's like a little rock, a boulder off to the side that is shaped really kind of like a ramp in a skate park. And you ride your end cycle up it and then do a cool flip <gasps> so that you are turned yes. around and are now going the other way. You're waving the blood lure over <gasps> your head as you, as you nice. lure the Defrex is back to the main herd. Oh, I love that I'm using the food related. That's so Miss Fanny. Like It's a very Miss Fanny <laughs> way to go about it. You get that first group back to the ship. You get them loaded into the spaces that you've prepared. It's a pretty it's a pretty small group at this point. Uh, it's about 10 Defrexes to start. So, you know, you definitely you want to head out and you want to get more because you have the holding capacity to have about 100 of these animals okay. in there. So you head back out. You are able to locate another group of adults. Make me a perception check, everybody. Ooh, ooh, something I have ranks. Ooh, not me. Let's see here. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh my god, nineteen plus zero. I looked out on that one. I ooh. got an eight. Ooh. <laughs> Saren rolled a twenty-two. Oh, I got a twenty-three. Is that more oh, than nice. five? Do I get an inspo point? <laughs> well, because I lowered all the DCs for you, so no. you would have (laughs) ah jeez great well fortunately Rolora, Ballad and Saren do see the inspectors also riding end cycles essentially the park rangers patrolling up and down the canyon and you are able to avoid them you duck behind a rocky outcropping Nice. <laughs> and the inspectors whiz past. That was that was close. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure I I know that we have these totally legal licenses, but still, better to avoid any chances. It's not like I stole an motorcycle or anything. It's not like they stole it. <laughs> yeah, I was less worried about the licenses, more worried about the stolen property that we're on. <laughs> that is a factor. <laughs> that is a good factor that you considered. I was already picturing Relora getting ready with her license and the rental papers and everybody's like hiding. He's like, oh, 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 <laughs> we're doing that. Okay. Okay. I also wonder like if there's like wanted posters for Ballad now because she just let all of those, <laughs> those animals out and just like set them all free. <laughs> Would they be old tiny Western wanted posters? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this cat girl? <laughs> She's very distinctive. We have the cowboy yeah. bebop where it's the, the Ringlum roundup thing and we're, we're, it's a oh, picture God. of Friday and Ballad on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they caught us. 
Okay, great. Yeah, you are able to escort another group of 10 Defrexes or so back to your ship, get them get them secured in the hold, head out and grab another one. We're on a roll. You are on a roll. You're doing an excellent job. Rulora, you're going to have to teach me how to pilot one of these things. I'm having a rough time. Oh, the the secret is is love. Now, here's that advantage you have. Feel the vibrations and you're able to adjust a, a second before even the cycle uh, can pick up on it. So, like, be the inner cycle then? Be the inner cycle. Feel its movements. Try a little lean to the right. Not too much. A little lean to the left. See what it does with you. You are one with the cycle and the road. And her eyes are really starry because piloting is... You know, her thing, she has loved ever since they, you know, registered for the the military and started their career. They've just been in love with exploring space, commanding the ship, not like in a captain capacity, but just kind of being aware and already her awareness of her surroundings a little heightened anyway. And kind of using that, I feel that's what gives her the edge is just using all her senses as part of the piloting experience. So she's trying to relay, really feeling and being in the moment, but also using your own natural abilities that you're already used to. It's adorable. <laughs> Love that. So Miss Fanny has dropped to the back teaching Saren how's your bike works a little better. Friday is on the alert, scouting out all of the different herds. Ballad, your mount is getting a little tetchy. You're a little distracted while you're riding along. And you don't notice just a pit opens up underneath you. You and your mount start falling into the pit. And I'm going to need you to make me a reflex save. No, my kitty. No. No. Oh, uh, 21. 21. Yeah, you are excellent at this. As your mount is falling, you unhook yourself from the stirrup, stand on its back, and then leap up out of the pit in a single graceful bound. But my kitty cat. Your kitty cat is fine. It's a big, tough kitty cat. Falls on the ground uh, in the pit, but the pit is not deep enough that it isn't able to climb out. Just, you know, a couple, couple scrapes, couple bumps and bruises, but it's fine. Especially if you feed your skunk bear a treat. Yes, I give it treats. Yes. I give it as many treats as it wants. It Aww. loves the treats. It feels much better. So you're continuing uh, rounding up Defrixes. You've got a, a sizable gang of about 20 animals with you at this point. And so as you're rounding the corner where you picked up the most recent additions to your herd, a plant's vine just swooshes Ooh, out of the know. air towards the critters. And you have to pick who do you want to protect the Defrexes. I think the only person left at this moment is me because uh, it's Friday because everybody else is sidetracked with the falling in pits or sitting back to learn the lay of the, the bikes. So what does Friday need to do? Friday? Come on, Friday. Yeehaw! Friday, you have, you have, a, you have a choice. You have, a, you have a, a selection of three. You may make a perception check to see if you can spot the plant a little early. 
Uh, or you can make me a survival check or an intimidate check. Oh, I'm definitely going to go with the intimidate check. I figured <laughs> you might. Come on. I rolled, uh, I have an eight. I, ro- I have an eight. I rolled a nine, so 17. 17. Dang. Uh, wow. That's a good Excellent. bonus. It's actually a good thing that the DC is a little lower for you. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous. So you have excellent reflexes and also know how to herd large animals. So you are able, you just do something involving, I'm imagining that you got a whip. You don't whip the animals, but you do crack it overhead in like a very exciting rawhide style absolutely uh and go move along and then they they move along and they're (laughs) able to avoid the plant move along little doggy that one had a nasty failure point oh god not realizing it uh but figuring it better be safe than sorry he's putting charm and veneer on everybody oh that's a good (laughs) idea perfect fair enough all righty you're almost done you've gathered up you've gathered up about 80 of these things so far you've got some you got some back in your holes You've got some with you. You're feeling good, and you've been you've been kicking ass. You have been absolutely killing it at this herding thing. Friday's a great Friday's a great herding leader because he's got some familiarity with it. But the rest, but the rest of you, you're picking it up quick. You are surprisingly good at this as a team. Feeling pretty good. Uh, so you feel probably more than up to it when a couple of the Defrexes break out in a little break out in a little scuffle. You you you're just bringing two groups of them together, and this particular uh, two groups have individuals that don't like each other so much. Who wants to who wants to try to break it up while the other three concentrate on moving moving the herd along? Uh, maybe maybe Ballad, you want to do something yeah. just in case muscles required. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so you've got a couple of options with because you did you did buy tools you did you get did get tools that might work for this so the defrix call would give you just an automatic success if you want to use it on this challenge or you can use the flushing lizard which would give you i think a plus 2 bonus oh uh, to I'll just, yeah i mean i'll just use the call if that's gonna solve yep, the problem that, that'll away. that's that would solve the problem. That was that's an automatic success. Ooh, yeah. You're only allowed to use it once, but you do oh. automatically succeed. Oh, do we want to save it? You know what? Ballad, yeah, your maybe call. we want to save it. Nah, we're, we're resource hoarders. Let's just use it. All right. Okay. So, Ballad, instead of strong arming the animals into maybe you try that at first, and it's just not working because they're big, strong raccoon, bear, skunk things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I rolled and, uh, stupidly high on athletics. That was all right. Well, <laughs> you, you're like ah, and so you you poke a couple of buttons on your arm, and just this like loud roar sounds from your sounds from your data pad, <laughs> and they immediately are just kind of like oh, Jesus, like <laughs> <laughs> we're in trouble now. Oh, oh man. she's. She's the biggest, baddest Defrix there is. Absolutely. They are very intimidated by you and behave for you very well for the rest of the herding trip. Look how long my arms are. Uh, Don't mess with me. They're so intimidating. You have the sound coming from both sounds on your wrist. So with your extendable arms, you have like surround sound. Oh, I love that. It's surround sound or you were able to get it like right in their ears. 
I'm tea posing. <laughs> yes. That's my extra. So you get uh, that group squared away. They are meek, meek as little kittens when you herd them onto the ship. And you've only got another 15 or so individuals that you need to collect uh, before your cargo hold is full. So you head back out there. You find uh, another another group. And one of the adults isn't so fond of your herding techniques. He is Uh-oh. charging you. Friday's who's step who's up. out front? I think Friday would be out front. Friday's uh, out front? So Friday's yeah, gonna... This, this Defrix is charging straight for you. Friday knows that the best way to take on a dominant animal is to show dominance themselves and just with his Defrix, you know, basically giddy up and goes full speed at the Defrix itself. Uh, and I'm hoping this is another intimidate situation. because It's it another like... intimidate situation. Captain, don't forget to use the barking lizard. Oh, sounds good. I'll use the barking lizard as well. Uh, is the barking lizard just like a plus two, I'm guessing? The, the Yeah, the barking lizard is a plus two on intimidate checks. Not that you need it. <laughs> I roll I roll a 17, so plus 8 is a 25, plus 2 is a 27. Oh my yeah. lord. Um you you intimidate the crap out of this thing. Cuz you're all you're a very large man already and you're on another Defrix, which is skin and bones to be sure, but definitely another one of its kind. And you are charging him and probably yelling. And you've also got this lizard that you're holding, like that you've got like on your saddle, you're holding it or whatever. That's emitting like a loud, shrill barking noise. And this guy stands down immediately, just stands there, snorts at you. And then does that thing that cats do where he sort of tosses his head, walks away like, you know, I wasn't serious. <laughs> <laughs> I just have this picture of the scene that's starting. It's like it's like high noon, and we're in maybe this like I don't know ravine or cabin or like even grasslands or something. And with the just staring each other down, like the Defrix and then my Defrix and me, and uh-huh. there's this long shadow behind me because I'm seven feet tall. Yeah, exactly. And they got the music playing, and then it's like he just it just hit, hits the harness, and just all of a sudden they just start shooting forward, and the other ones in there just going right, 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 and then right at the minute, like you last minute, like you say, one just kind of goes, "Whoop!" Oh, I wasn't doing anything. I was just, I'm just playing, just messing, just messing, just messing with you. God, it's that moments like that. I wish we were a visual medium. Me too. I think that'd be really cool to see animated someday. Well done. Well done, everybody. Uh, there Ooh. were only there were only six obstacles, and you nailed each and every one of them. So you've got a you've got a herd of a hundred Defrixes that you're going to be able to head back to Skitterhaven Ranch with. I, I, I need to talk to the audience because it seems like we always pass our obstacles. We honestly just have really good roles and really high stats. Well, we like, have complementary skill sets uh, because yeah. there's some there's some places where we you know we are struggling and it's well it's rough. There's a reason I didn't roll here because <laughs> I don't have anything that helps. <laughs> yeah, and the game specifically says that you can choose who deals with what obstacle. There there was one where I got to choose and I rolled a d4 and it landed on it landed on Ballad, but who has an ex- probably an extraordinary reflex save. To uh, not fall in the pit. 
Oh, okay. Well, you still rolled real good. Yeah. You just roll really well. <laughs> I just roll good, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, none of you really got anything underneath the 17, which yeah. was the DC, so, <laughs> for yeah. most of this stuff. Even when I rolled an 8, I still got a 17. So. Yeah. Uh, you all have very complimentary stats, and you all min-maxed. A- well, not all of you. Ballad didn't. Bless you. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and we spent money. We dropped down 200 credits. Just yeah, you did. You got tools. Yep. You got some good tools. Well, the funny mm. thing is, Friday is not necessarily min-max. He just has a very... He's just... Uh, Witch Warpers are very ca- charismatic, and they their diplomacy is naturally high. That's just the way they're built. So. Yeah, and then you put every single skill point you got into diplomacy. <laughs> I put some points into physical science and disguise, because I use those so often, and mysticism. <laughs> now, I, I, I totally t- I I tease, pulled on I to the feet. I took a feat for my paladin. I wanted to be a yeah, badass. You yeah, you did. Badass. <laughs> All right, yeah, you nailed it. You absolutely killed the job. You were all quick studies. And you're driving your final 15 head along a ridge. And you hear some howling in the distance. And I want uh, y'all to make me a DC 14 life science check. I don't have life science. Yeah. (laughs) Can it be physical science? Is this just me? (laughs) Oh, I got some. I think it's just you. I got uh, 8 plus 7, 15. I could age you. Uh, no. No, you I can't. Oh. No. Oh. I rolled a natural 1 for a 7. <gasps> oh, my. Oh. Cool. Yeah, you <laughs> have no idea what those howls are. Dustin, you jinxed us. But like, we have great rolls. I feel bad because the three of, three of us roll really well, and Ivy, I poor Saren, does not, and it just affects her so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, oh, wow, the wind howling through these canyons is really pretty. Yep, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of you can quite identify what the howling is, but all of the defrexes that you're currently hurting seem really agitated and they keep trying to turn towards the noise oh is there anything in the book about it not really hmm. you no yeah none of you yeah no the person who might the person who might know rolled a natural one so <laughs> well miss fanny rolled a 15 i got a 15 i mean i well hopefully with a 15 i know it's not a wind <laughs> with a 15 you know it's not wind um sorry i missed i missed that you rolled a 15 i thought only saren had life science for some reason no it's, um it's okay yeah saren thinks it's the wind miss fanny you you recognize that those howls belong to newborn defrix pups oh. and they sound distressed oh oh that's not the wind ajiri that's oh oh these are pup calls oh well that's gonna attract the herd Oh, oh, yeah! You do notice that your herd is trying is trying to like take paths that will lead them closer to that sound. Should we? Oh, it's a never. We're stronger in numbers, but should um, some of us concentrate on keeping the herd on track, and maybe some of our uh, more beefier um, <laughs> crew see if they can investigate the. What's causing these pups distress? 
if some some animals are being distressed, it means that they're probably coming to harm. So I don't think any of us should go split off a group. I think the Defrex is honestly are enough distracted enough. We might just see if we can go help the them pups and then we'll come back and gather these last ones and head to the ship. Well, and I mean, if we save some pups, maybe, you know, maybe we could raise them. Ooh, puppy. That'd be fine with me. I'd like to have a little bit of some some animal companions on our ship. Yay! (laughs) This is exactly what I wanted. (laughs) Well, if you do, you have to be responsible for them and take care of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you are you going to keep driving the herd? Are you going to ignore the ignore the cries? You're going to go investigate. We're going to go investigate. All right. Cool, cool. You drive the herd towards the cries. They they seem extremely agitated. Uh you you realize that it would have been really difficult to get them to go in any other direction with the the sounds of distressed pups out there. And you come up upon this ravine. Down in a just boiling, deep puddle of mud is a mother Defrix who is stuck and on and stuck and dying and not able to claw her way out of the out of the pit and on the edge of the pit extremely distressed crying out are nine defrix pups oh, no extendo arms i'm pulling her out how uh, how long do your extendo arms extend 10 feet okay so you are currently up on up on a cliff up on a cliff mm. overlooking this i know that it's not super clear from the map right here but right. this this cliff that you're standing on is 30 feet in the air the pit that she's in is 10 feet deep. Oh, I'll definitely climb down and go get closer then. I have a rule of fun question. Sure. So I, I have in my inf- as my infinite worlds, um, this is traditionally made, made built up for battle, right? So my first infinite worlds is you can cause the affected area to become difficult terrain. That means that metal flooring becomes rickety or bowed, a waterway becomes choked by roots or seaweed. Can mm-hmm. I instead make use my infinite worlds to make it water? I'm gonna pull her out. <laughs> no, well, no, well, the water's no longer the, the mud's not pulling her down, so to speak. She's just in water, and she can just I, most animals can usually swim out of a out of water. Ballad wasn't paying attention to Friday's plan and had already left, and <laughs> is reaching for the, <laughs> the kitty cat. <laughs> reaching for the kitty cat. Well, that's good because then Bella can make sure the creature is able to get out of the of the once it's loosened up. I'm loosening the jar for you. I will say I've been sitting on a natural twenty athletics roll this whole time. So the athletics roll would have been to just get down the ledge. Sure, I can make another one to pull her out. Yeah. Uh, how how does a twenty two do? <laughs> a twenty two, you are able to get down the cliff. You get your extendo arms in there and you are able to start pulling the mother Defrix to safety. She definitely recognizes you as trying to help and is like trying to, you know, swim towards you, trying to (laughs) do her own assistance. Uh, And I want everybody up on the ridge uh, who can to make me another life sciences check. 
I will say the way I climbed down was extendo arming. So she like hung on the ledge, lowered herself with one arm and that like grabbed with the other one and was like spider monkeying down. Dang it. (laughs) Now I'm self-conscious of my roles after Dustin, you talk to the audience. I rolled a 20. Dang. Good God, you people. I rolled a nine total with three on the die. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, Heidi gives me comfort. I rolled an eight with my last check. I just happened to get a plus seven. So 27 total, the highest I could ever roll on life sciences. (laughs) It's not Saren's best day with remembering your book learning. Nope. Oh, maybe that's it. Relora really geeked out. And I picture them just reading the book, making notes, um, putting uh-huh. the little tabs on there. Every little thing of the of the book that they were they were lent Absolutely. or given. But Saren Saren's learning a lot of other stuff today. Lots of brand new, uh, lots of brand new information floating around in there. Uh, so couldn't couldn't quite recall what these what these strange looking mounds are down at the bottom of the cliff. Uh, they're sort of these dirt mounds that have a variety of large holes on them that are just belching gas at intervals. But Relora knows what those are. Those are Diatha mounds, which you would know are home to a species of explosive slug common to Vesk 2. Oh, fun. Oh. Oh, joy. Mercy. Mild joy. Good thing I came down here. Everyone up on the ridge should also make me a perception check. I'm about to get exploded. Oh. <laughs> See, this is why I I needed to be the one though, because I have the hit points. <laughs> uh, I rolled an I rolled a 19 for a 20. Ooh. Beautiful, fantabulous. Rolled a seven for a 12. I'm on a roll with uh roll 20, 19. That's a plus zero, so it's just a 19. Roll 20 likes you. Saren, you're a little, you're a little like distraught watching this helpless animal flail and essentially be boiled to death in a big puddle of mud. Like, so it absolutely makes sense that Saren is a little distracted, really concerned, really focused watching Ballad rescue this creature. Friday and Relora are watching the mounts. Paying paying a little bit closer attention. The two of you notice that there is some movement beneath the surface of the mound. Something is moving in there. And these two big gray slug things. Ew. Yeah. They burst out of the mounds and head straight for (gasps) Valid. No. I sent out the alert. Fine, I got this. You you yell down to Balin. Careful, I spot some Diatha. They are combustible. They're like exploding type slugs. Everybody hold for initiative. Oh dang. Really wish I had higher initiative as Ballad. <laughs> Saren rolled a 12. Okay, so a 12 for Saren. Uh, Friday, what did you got? 22. Relora. 12. Ballad. 21. Noise. Very nice. And my wormies. Wormies. I'm gonna kill them. Wormies. What do wormies get? I do have a minus two to attack rolls because of my extendo arms. 
Yeah, because you're you're because yeah, you're busy helping helping this one out of the mud puddle. It's going to take her about one turn. Okay, that too. <laughs> that is also a barrier. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay, uh, we begin our very exciting little combat with Capitan Friday. What you doing? Well, Friday had his infinite worlds ready to go to help the, the Defrix. So he he launches out his first environmental, which will make the difficult terrain for one of the worms. So hopefully a delay getting to harming anything. What kind of, like, describe, I, I know the difficult terrain kind of works the same regardless of what kind of difficult oh. terrain it is, but just describe it. What did you do to uh, it? Yeah, yeah I am... Um, because this is kind of a hot area, I'm going to assume these worms thrive in heat. So I'm going to make it all slippery and icy. Nice, 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 nice. Good call. That's cool. Yeah, because they're, they're also really, you know, slugs are, slugs are really wet. They're, they're typically very slick. Oh um, and so trying to squirm over ice when you're, you know, wet yourself uh, is very difficult and like really painful because it's actually scraping off bits of their skin as they slither. Very cool. Is that going to end your turn? That will end my turn. Valid. Yeah. I assume you'll be spending this turn continuing to assist the mother out of the mud puddle? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And once I get her on stable ground, I'm going to pull out a healing serum and that's pretty much all I can do. So you are able to haul her towards you and help her climb out of the mud puddle. Okay, good. Next time I'm going to inject her if she'll let me with the healing serum. (laughs) She seems pretty hurt. Uh, She was in that puddle for a long time and it's very, very hot. Like you can feel from where you're standing uh, that that sense that like, you know, when you accidentally hold your hand over like extremely hot steam. You can feel that. So she so she looks pretty burned. So she's she's definitely not moving anywhere anytime soon. That's Ballad's turn. We're moving on to worm number one. The worm closest to Ballad is slithering as fast as it can over the ice, but bits of its skin keep getting stuck and are getting ripped Gross. off as it does so. And it's only able to make it about 15 feet. And that is going to be the end of its turn. Sluggo number two is unencumbered and is able to slither around the opposite direction at the Mama Defrix and is able to get pretty close. Uh, not, not quite, not quite there yet, but has, has slithered up to within five feet or so. Uh, moving to the top of the order, we have Rolora Resora. Okay. That one looks like it's getting really close to the Defric, so that's the one where Relora is going to get out their uh, semi-automatic pistol. <laughs> suppressing fire! Right? Nice. No, they're not doing suppressing fire. They're actually... <laughs> <laughs> that's their go-to move, um, but they're actually, like, firing this time, so... Kill. That is... Kill, kill, kill. 13 plus 6, 19... 19. To, to hit? To hit it? To hit yeah, the... that, uh, you know, that'll do. Pew, pew, pew. All right, that is eight points <laughs> of piercing. Okay, eight points of damage. It's your 
bullets are tearing holes through this thing. It has no natural armor. It's it's all offensive, baby. So you are just shooting holes in it, and it is leaking everywhere. Just goo. Ooh. It's not dead, though. But that was a good hit on it. Since I did kind of like a life science check, is there anything combat-oriented I would maybe relay to the rest of the party? Yeah, you know you know one thing about it. What is, what is it? When it hits a, a certain level and it's close-ish to death, its energy-dense flesh becomes unstable. And you also know that if it takes energy damage in this state, it will explode. Ew. It's awfully close to your friends too, so you might want to you might want to yell that out too. Oh, all right, y'all. The way this physiology works out, it has an unstable a dermal and epidermal layer. Now, when it gets close to death, it's going to potentially detonate. Caution with energy weapons and ooh, keep your distance the best you can. Good thing I do slashing. Okay, is that the end of your turn? That's all I can do. All done. Saren, what do you want to do? Saren uh, has a very, very straightforward turn. Uh, is going to draw <laughs> the cylindrical lens pistol that she stole from uh, Aline Rasora's office. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that looks familiar. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the family gun. It's the and- family pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and is going to shoot down at the the one that is to the southeast of Ballads. Okay, roll roll your attack. I rolled a I, I rolled well. I rolled a sixteen on the die for nineteen total, and I rolled max damage. I rolled nine <gasps> points of fire damage. Yeah. Oh That's my! Yeah, it's dead. You pulverized it. Does it explode? It does not explode. It okay. does not explode. Even though it's fire damage? Wait, it's it's fire damage. It is fire damage. Oh, oh okay, yes, then it explodes. No. <gasps> Sorry. I have no no other ranged weapons. Oh, Jiri, uh, it's it's energy weapon. Um I have no other choices, Relora. Oh, I I'm sorry, Bella. Just let me kill them. Just let me kill them. Stop it. <laughs> okay. So Saren's fire bullets go into its body, and you <sighs> see that beneath its flesh, it's beginning to glow underneath <gasps> as, as its sort of gel-like interior activates. And it just explodes. There's plasma goo everywhere. And I am going to need... Oh, no. Yes, both Ballad and our Defrix friend are going to need to make a reflex save. Okay. I'm going to use a hero point to give the Defrix advantage. Oh, that's sweet. It's a, a mom. Let me check. Do I have any hero points? I don't have anything. <laughs> I was going to offer one to Ballad since, you know, this is by fault. <laughs> it's okay. I Listen, I have plenty of uh, hit points. You don't need to worry about me. I'm worried about the Defrix, so. 
Ooh, boy. Uh, I got a 14. You pass. Ooh. Ooh, that's lovely. As does mommy. Yay! She's, she's got just enough fighting spirit in her to be able to twist out of the way. You will be each taking three points of fire damage. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. And so is she. She's already taken quite a bit of fire damage, but another three (laughs) was not enough to push it over the edge. So good job. All right. That is one freaky. That is one freaky fireworm down. It exploded. And so there's just sort of like some remaining flesh scraps where it was and then just a bunch of goo everywhere else. Uh, Ballad and the Defrix in particular have lots of goo (laughs) on them. Yum. Just want to make sure that's super clear. I am so gooey. You're very gooey (laughs) right now. (laughs) Gross. Gross. Okay. Good turn, Saren. And we're back to Capitan Friday. Uh, Friday pulls out an old favorite of his and he reaches out twists his hands and a portal opens above the worm as junk comes falling down on him uh, and I need a reflex save okay it did not do good did not do good at all six six on the six that, that's adjusted so well well six is a good thing because apparently on my 3d6 I rolled two sixes. For 14 points of damage. It's done. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's super dead. And because you just kind of took it out and it wasn't an energy damage related thing, um, it just it just dies. It's just smushed. <laughs> you just, just see goo looking out from under the <laughs> under the debris that you summoned. You're all out of combat. <laughs> I give the mommy six hit points. Oh yay! Uh, she does. She does look like she's feeling better. Um, you know, she's still she's still got burns, but she can at least stand up and move around. And obviously, like the first thing she does is like bound over to her pups and starts checking yeah. them over, making sure they're okay. I know what Relora's gonna do. They're gonna look in their bag because that's where their med kit is, and also their chemical cold pack. For burns, it actually helps them recover stamina points as well. So Relora's going to take her time, get down, and administer some first aid, get some coolness on those burns. Super sweet. Well, well, Saren, it looks like uh, Ballad and Fanny have this in hand. Why don't we go finish uh, getting up those uh, other Defrexes into the ship, and we'll come back and and help with these, these these little ones. Uh, after, um, yeah, you know that that does sound like a good idea. Um, yep, I think we could just the two of us can handle the the herd, right? I mean, you're good at this. We got this handled. You and I got this. We're gonna cut away from Friday and Saren herding the healthy animals back towards the ship. Rolora and Ballad continuing to work on the hurt mother and checking over the pups. Pan up out of the ravine, fly over the void jammer back towards Yidi reserve proper where all of the, where the, like the little town that supports this area has sprung up. Passenger ship is coming in for a landing. The ramp descends. 
motley assortment of people disembark. People who ranch here, people who have family that live in this town, people who are here to see the exciting sights and view the many interesting animals that this preserve supports. And there's another man. He's very, very tall. He looks like an ox. He sort of looks like a minotaur, actually. He's got a sort of a long face. Looks a little bit like a cross between a, a goat and a bull. Only one eye with a scar over the other one. Huge horns coming up out of his head. Arms to the teeth. At his side is an undead hound. And he walks up to the docking master who controls which ships are allowed to park where in this area. And he says in a gruff voice, You heard of a ship called the Oliphant? May have been parked here. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production. Ain't no ships like that. (laughs) That ain't its name. They're like, no. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the show. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us, we also produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast, based on the Reign of Winter adventure path through Pathfinder 1E. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram any of those places. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. We also, as many do, have a Patreon. We do. You should sign up for that. Get on Patreon, folks. Uh, You'll really help support the pod. It helps us keep the show on the air. It covers various fees for uh, items and equipment we need. And we really appreciate it. Anything, Anything that you can spare to help us out. We would love that. If you don't have any cash or don't want to give us cash, we totally understand. You can have, uh, you can help us out in a couple of ways that are 100% free. You can head on over to any podcatcher that will let you leave a review and leave us a review and a five star rating. That's free 90 free. And you can go do that right now. <laughs> and that also helps us out quite a bit. And we'd really, really appreciate it. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress. You can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Heidi, chief engineer. You can find me on Twitter at Vamahillion or on Discord at Heidelon, hashtag 5836. This is Angel, your lovable ace pilot. Random <laughs> doing wheelies. I can be reached at Espinoza916. This is... Jess, the animal welfare officer, uh, you can find. <laughs> I made that position up just now. It's a really good position. I love it. Every <laughs> every office slash starship should have the animal welfare officer. <laughs> it should. Uh, you can find me at Hank the Clank. And this is your all good old wrangling cowboy, Friday Francisco. You can reach me at Dustin Alexander on the social medias. If you enjoy our show, do us a favor. Help spread the word to friends and family you think might enjoy the show as well. Uh, They totally, totally will because we're amazing. And we'll see you next time. Far beyond the stars. Pew pew. Far beyond the stars is a fantastic world production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path, Fly Free or Die, is a trademark of Paizo. Copyright 2020. 
All Paizo content is used with permission. And it's all that's happening. It's all that <laughs> happening. An ice truck truck is pass, passing by in the background. <laughs> oh, I hear it. <laughs> it's my truck. It's in my ha- my house. Abby. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's a there's an ice cream. It's the bane of my existence. There's an ice cream truck that comes by here in the spring and summer every night at seven thirty. So it'd be a little early if it was coming now, <laughs> but um, it's here every night at 7.30, being very loud. So I was like, oh, damn it. My arch rival, my nemesis, he's returned <laughs> once again <laughs> to plague me with his loud summoning children to buy sweets music. Baba Yaga? No. <laughs> Someone much more devilish. 